Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Over the years, our late great friend Demetrius Johnson did so many things for youth in our community, and one of those was his annual combine for high school football players for HBCU schools, historically uh, historic black uh, colleges and universities. And even with the the Christmas Eve loss of our great friend Demetrius Johnson, the foundation that he ran is continuing, and the combine is continuing. And one of the people that's going to be involved over the course of this weekend is is former Atlanta Falcon, defensive back, great Richmond football player, and former Cardinal, great St. Louis, and Brian Jordan, who joins us now on 101 ESPN. BJ, always good to talk to you, sir. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Yeah, it's always great to talk to you guys, man. Hey, uh, let's start with this, because you've been heavily involved with DJ's foundation over the years, and I know that it's a mission that you're really proud to be involved with. Oh, no no question about it, Randy. Uh, I got involved years ago, thanks to Dan Warshire and uh, his crew, and these guys support Demetrius, has supported Demetrius for forever. And when they brought me on board to come out to the golf tournament, I got a chance to see exactly what Demetrius is doing in the community of St. Louis, and I loved it. And, you know, it was a sad day, Christmas Eve, you know, losing Demetrius Johnson. It's a huge loss for St. Louis community. And, you know, when I was approached to, to come and do the camp, I mean, I'm with open arms, you know. I know Demetrius looking down, and uh, I want to support him and his foundation the best way I can. Brian, I, I am always intrigued by people who are so God-given athletically that they can play two sports at a at the highest level. You playing strong safety for the Falcons and then playing baseball uh, with the Cardinals and Braves. How did you decide, okay, you know what, the, the football thing is, I'm not going to be able to continue to do that because you were starting, you obviously were starting and, and having great success, but you, you put the pads down and you decided to, to pick up the bat and stay with that. Well, I was kicking – and fighting when they when they dragged me off the football field because <laughs> I wasn't quite ready to give up the game of football. But uh, you know, of course, it was a smarter choice. Uh, the Falcons dragged their feet. The Cardinals stepped up to the plate, and uh, I had to make a family decision. I think I made the right decision. And uh, the chance to play in St. Louis for seven years was just uh, one that I'll never ever forget. The experience there, and St. Louis is home for me, so I enjoy coming back. Now, your time with the Falcons, you got to play with who is one of my favorite players in Deion Sanders, but also Andre Risen. Just tell me what that locker room was like with those two guys, because it seems like it was a, a war of words, and, and whoever got the last one, you, you never would figure it out. You know what? It, it was it was fun going to work every single day. You know, <laughs> you talking about the rivalry between the, the DBs and receivers, thanks to Deion and Andre Risen. Uh, they made it fun, you know, and I think they made everybody around them better. So I have nothing but respect for both of those guys. And you're right, Dion was one of my favorite teammates of all time because, you know, he made people around him better. And, you know, this guy has all the great athletic tools and speed, but he was very, very smart. And that's why he's, you know, in the Hall of Fame and, and well-deserved. How many young athletes are you guys going to be able to showcase St. Louis area athletes? We know that Demetrius did such a good job of advocating for St. Louis area athletes. And another thing I like about this is that it's free for them, too. Yeah, it's free for them. And I think right now we got over 300 kids coming out. So, you know, kudos to all the coaches that's involved uh, coming out to 
to give these kids a, uh, a chance, uh, give them exposure. And, and a lot of these kids would never, ever get that exposure. So Demetrius really stepped up to make that happen for this for many kids. And a lot of kids go on to be very successful. So I think it's important. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad I'm a part of it. BJ, you also have your own foundation that does amazing things, uh, both here in St. Louis and in Atlanta. What are some of the projects that you've got going on right now? Well, right now, the reading challenge I have, I write children's books. I'm an author. So I, I love you know, interacting with, with young kids. I mean, literacy is such a huge problem around the world, and especially after COVID. We got to get these kids back on track. And uh, when I started reading up on literacy, you know, when, you, when you're building jails based on third grade reading, it really opens your eyes. And uh, I never, ever thought I would be an author of children's book because I was that kid who had no confidence in reading. So when I get a chance to tell my story to the kids and then make them compete uh, it, it, it's awesome. And uh, the data has shown that the reading challenge is really taking off and really helping a lot of kids. So I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, I started my foundation in 98, just giving scholarships to those underprivileged kids, getting them into college. You know, they're resilient. They work so hard, but don't have the finances to get there. So, but I, since then I expanded out in 2004 with, with, with writing children's books and uh, we're really making a huge impact in the elementary space. All right, Brian Jordan, uh, unfortunately, we got to ask you about the Cardinals. I, I want to ask you from this perspective, because every franchise you played for, Cards, Braves, Dodgers, I'm not even going to count the year in uh, in Texas, but every franchise that you played for had big expectations. You played for some teams that had some pretty rugged years here in 94 and 95 in St. Louis. Take us into a clubhouse of a franchise where the expectations are high, but the results aren't there. You know, it's one, it's disappointing, and especially in St. Louis. I mean, our expectations were very high coming into the season. Uh, and right now they're not gelling. Uh, you know, if it's, if it's pitching, it's hitting. If it's hitting, it's pitching. You know, it's, it's not working together. But I always say it's too early in the season uh, to really start saying this is the year's over. Uh, anything can happen. Uh, I know – uh, Mosaic is probably sitting back wondering, hey, should I make a big move uh, to really get things started? Or will these guys come around? And I, I think they will. Uh, uh, Braves, I'm used to the Braves broadcasting, and I watched this team get off to the worst start ever in the last three years. But in the end, you know, they find a way, they come together as a family, and I think the Cardinals are still in it. When you're in a clubhouse like that, is it is it? Do you feel like that it's um you know coaches or is you feel like it's the players that have to come together and kind of build that bond and have that that familiarity with one another to make sure that they're all on the same page? Well, it's the players. The players are going to have to step up. I mean, at some point you got to get tired of watching what's going on, and, and that leader in that clubhouse is going to have to call that meeting and say, hey, you know, gut check time. You know, there's certain guys walking around on shelves right now because they know. Either we're going to have to change this or there are going to be changes made. So there's probably a lot of nervousness going on, but I think everybody's probably sitting around waiting for that veteran to step up and, and bring it together. And, and they have to have that meeting very soon. And I, you know, I hate to see Wainwright, you know, rehabbing, and I know they're trying to get him back there. Uh, so I think he's one of the leaders that can really step up for this team. Hey, Brian, being down in Atlanta, how aware of 
Jordan Walker were you? Was he even on the radar for you as a high school player? Yeah, I heard a lot about this kid. Uh, I knew he was a big kid. I didn't know he was that athletic. Uh, and watching him, uh, he is he is really, really good. But he was on the radar for a long time. I know Marquise Grissom, he works with a lot of kids here in Atlanta. And he had told me about this kid, how his size and, you know, he just has all the tools to be great. And, uh, you know, to see him go on a, what, 12-game hitting streak to start the season, it's like, holy cow, here we go. But, uh, hey, reality sets in, though. You know, video, (laughs) guys are going to figure out their weaknesses. And, uh, you know, this kid, he has the ability to adjust. And, BJ, uh, I just – because you're in a really good organization with Atlanta, and the Cardinals obviously are a really good organization, but they sent him down. They said, we want to change his launch angle. We want to get more lift out of him, and we want him to increase his walk rate, which is fine. But – as an observer for a long time, what do you think of that when an organization says, okay, we want to change the guy's mechanics? Well, I mean, heck, I, I think every young kid goes through that. Uh, I went through it. You know, when I first came up, I was smashing the fastball, and all of a sudden I couldn't hit the curveball. So there, there were adjustments that I had to make as a hitter. And the Cardinals sent me down. And boy, did they throw me a bunch of curveballs every single day, <laughs> seven in the morning, and until I learned it, and it was in my head. So I think Jordan Walker, they're gonna try to tweak him a little bit, but you know he's an athlete, man. He'll make adjustments, and he'll make adjustments quick. You know, I know it's disappointing, but you know he knows he can do it. He's shown he can do it in the first twelve games, and you know it's all about confidence. You know, once they figure out your weaknesses, you gotta bounce back and make an adjustment, and make them find another weakness. Brian Jordan's going to be involved with the Demetrius Johnson Charitable Foundation uh, HBCU Combine for high school players in the area. Uh, Brian, i got to ask you one more question. It's unbelievable yeah. to me. Tell me if it's unbelievable to you that Big Mac hit the 70 home runs 25 years ago. Oh, my gosh, man. We are, <laughs> we are getting old, <laughs> Randy. <laughs> what, what's, your, what's your memory in your mind's eye of that whole season? What thing stands out to you? You know what, when I think when we played the Cubs and he hit the one to break the record and to see him and Sammy Sosa come together and the fans, I think that was my favorite moment, man. Him looking up his kid, uh, it was, that was probably the best moment that I, I remember. It's, it is amazing. It seems to me like it hasn't been 25 years. 25 years? Oh, my goodness, man. (laughs) I'm going to have to get some just for men. I see the gray in my hair now. (laughs) We were growing up together, and now we're old men. You're exactly right. Hey, BJ, look look forward to seeing you over the weekend. Thanks for the time. It's always good to talk to you, and thanks for what you do for uh, our community and what you're doing this weekend and what you do in general. It's it's greatly appreciated, and I'm not surprised because you're a, a great man, but I really do admire it. Hey, thank you, Randy, and I'm looking forward to playing golf with you on Sunday, buddy. You're going to have to give me strokes. (laughs) Oh, uh, no way. No way. (laughs) We'll see you there. Looking forward to it. Thanks, BJ. All right. Take care, guys. Our friend Brian Jordan on 101 ESPN.